Please join in our entrance hymn, Hail Queen of Heaven. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning Mass, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of May Finnegan. We welcome to the church uh, today uh, Elizabeth and Drew, and uh, Nicola and Laura, and Mel and Elisa, and the McAdams girls, and all of the uh, family who are here with us. Welcome also to family friends who have joined us for the celebration of the Mass today. Today uh, we thank God uh, for the life of me. Uh, she has made a fantastic contribution to the life of this parish and she was a very dear and special member of this family. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. 
And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant may, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. First reading, a reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster, their leaving us like an annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishments as seen by men, Their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has treated them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for the visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their liking forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. shall follow me all the days of my life. 
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that he who raised the Lord Jesus to life will raise us with... Sorry, that's the wrong one. Will raise us, Jesus, in our turn and put us by his side and with you with us. You see, all this is for your benefit so that when more grace is multiplied among people, the more thanksgiving there will be to the glory of God. That is why there is no weakening on our part, and instead, through this outer man of ours may be falling into decay, the inner man is renewed day by day. Yes, the troubles which are soon over, though they weigh little, train us for the carrying of a weight of eternal glory, which is out of all proportion to them. And so we have no eyes for things that are visible, but only for things that are invisible. For visible things last only for a lifetime, and the invisible things are eternal. For we know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built for us by God, an everlasting home not made by human hands in the heavens. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to me, your children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank <laughs> you. 
recent years, Amy was no stranger to hospitals. Uh, sometimes she was in for short spells, and other times she was in for longer periods. There were more than a few times then we thought she would not make it, so, so poorly was she. But she seemed to have amazing abilities to come back after illness, to recover, and then to get back home again. But there was something about this time that was different. You just didn't seem to be getting better again. As time went on, she accepted that she would need more care and plans were set for her to go to Abbeyfield home. She was looked after very well there. But she was only there for a short time when she become, became unwell and it was clear that her life would be counted not in weeks and months, but in hours and days. I was able to give her the sacraments in those last days and to pray with her, and she was very peaceful and a few days later passed away. She would have been 90 this year had she lived on. May was a remarkable woman in many ways, before illness and age caught up with her, she was always helping out somewhere. In the latter years, it was at the Salvation Army, but before that, it was here at functions, cleaning the church, and a whole host of other things besides. She was that kind of person. She had incredible energy, that selflessness that was always doing things for other people and this ability to step into situations and very often sort them out. As mentioned yesterday and at the beginning of Mass today, she was an amazing parishioner here at St Bride's, and I know also a very dear and much-loved member of the family. I don't have to say this to you today, but you will know it. Uh, May's faith meant everything to her, she loved the Mass, and she loved being able to receive Holy Communion. She missed not being able to go to Mass, but liked receiving Holy Communion in her own home uh, when she wasn't able to get out. She prayed constantly all through the day, had rosaries and drawers and every corner of the house, as you might know, prayer books too, uh, holy pictures and statues in abundance. She had numerous rosaries, and especially a rosary that was dear to her was given to her by her mother, repaired over the years, bound by wire. It was never very far away from her. All through her life, she lived that faith each day and was a good example to others of her faith. I don't think that she could quite understand how people didn't get as much from her faith, from faith as she did. Today we are reminded uh, of that faith in the readings that we've listened to at Mass. God is in our life, those readings tell us, and that gives us hope. Hope for a life after, but a hope in life itself. We can live life itself with that quiet reassurance that we are not walking alone, but that he is with us, giving us strength to meet the situations of life, guiding us. We are not alone, but he guides us 
and his presence is with us. That kind of quiet confidence May herself carried with her through life, and that reassurance gave her much consolation. God was most certainly in her life. God loved her, and she in turn loved and honoured him. Quite simple, quite straightforward, no doubts, no questions, just a strong faith and belief, belief that she had throughout her life right to the end and right to those final hours and minutes of her life. Just a few details about May's life. Born on the 29th of May 1930 at Newton. Her parents, Patrick and Elizabeth, and she herself was one of six children. Patrick, William, Helen, Edward and Elizabeth were the others. She attended the parish of St Charles's and the schools of St Charles's and St Bride's. She left at an early age to work in shops and in factories. She met her husband Frank and they were married, she at the age of 22, again at St Charles's in Newton. She had one child, Elizabeth, whom she was very devoted to, brought up and they were very close all of their life. Liz herself has been a great daughter to her mother, very caring, very attentive, and very devoted to her all her life. She was very good to all of the family, and especially to the McAdams family, family of her sister, whom, when she became ill, May herself stepped in and did everything. She was, I believe, like a second mother to them. They have loved her very much in life, and, of course, uh, like Liz and other members of the family, will miss her very much indeed. When granddaughters Nicola and Laura came along, that was a big moment in May's life. She loved these girls very much indeed and spent every moment that she could with them. She was kind and thoughtful and attentive and very loving towards them. And they, in turn, have loved their gran very much indeed. She's played such an important part in their lives. And I think it's difficult for them today to imagine their life without her. And without those visits to her home. And times that they could spend with one another. Very fond of partners Mel and Lisa. Uh, when they came into the life uh, of her granddaughters and they became very much part of the family. And of course, we can't miss out Pippa, Pippa and Ella. What a delight uh, she took in these great-grandchildren, watching them grow up and their different personalities emerge. I'm sure she would have been sad to know that she would not be able to see them grow up to another stage of their life. Just before age and illness caught up with her, she had incredible energy. Herself older, she would be looking after people that she termed old, when in actual fact they were much younger than her. <coughs> much older than her. Uh, much younger than her. Um, much older than her, sorry. She was the kind of person who would always put herself uh, out for other people 
always be doing kind and thoughtful things for other people as well. Always in the kitchen, washing dishes, cleaning up, doing chores for other people. I want again, as parish priest uh, today, to acknowledge the work that she did in this parish and the great help that she gave to me and to other priests that were here as well. She was a great parishioner and a great support to the church in every way. And we will miss her very much indeed in this church. We sometimes say that the church is not a building, but it's the people and it draws its strength from people like me who pray, support it, and live out their faith in it. May herself had a big heart, kind and generous. She was the kind of person that would give you her last, and she would very often run from here uh, to tomorrow to help other people. There's nothing that she wouldn't do for anyone and she wouldn't stop to count the cost to herself. Such people like this are gold. We are sad today at her passing, but we are lifted up when we think of such a person that has been in our lives. In the church today, we offer mass for her and thank God for her generous and her good life. We come to our loving Father asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Mary, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Mary, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please join in our offer to him, dear St. Joseph. It's right. 
Sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of me, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended, and when the earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in heaven. Blessed is he who comes in Hosanna in heaven. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pay by sending down your Spirit upon them with you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. 
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember me, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my room, but only say the word to my children.
is looming, then remember I am 
Please join in our recessional hymn, As I Kneel Before You. <laughs> 